This is Alan. This is Brandon. And welcome to Dice Over Everything, the Miniatures Gaming Podcast. Yeah, so this week we're back into the, the Frostgrave lessons, maybe teaching each other lessons, maybe teaching the people listening lessons. But the whole, the whole I guess, wizard school we're going after this time reminds me of, like, I think there's, there was, like, a TV series out there called The Mentalist. Have you mm-hmm. heard of it? I have heard of it. I don't really remember anything about it. It was, it was basically, like, I haven't watched it, but it was basically a guy who, like, went around selling himself as a psychic. But in reality, uh-huh. he was just, like, really good at reading people and, like, understanding how uh-huh. crime worked. And then sure. he would sort of be able to solve things and figure out things about people. Yep. And I'm like, oh, what if it was like that for a wizard? And the, everyone went around calling some guy, like, the wizard. But in reality, he just, like, had a workshop and just made, like, Molotov cocktails and threw them and made everybody believe. He was just, like, throwing fireballs. Hey, but, man, but that is wizards. wizardry, though. But there were, like, wizards in the world. But he's just, like... Uh, I'd rather pretend to be one of these real wizards to get more more clout. If if you could di- like mix it up with the wizards, I think that's wizardry in and of itself. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I raised the zombie, and one of his guys is like, uh, you just sent me down to the market to buy it. He's like, shut up, I raised that zombie. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, so, you know, I just pay for zombie slaves in in the wizard world. <laughs> well, that 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 I think you could do anywhere. You just you just gotta be rich and pay for for the wizards. Yeah, and tell so you people have the you guy. did it yourself. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, but for this uh, episode of Dice Over Everything, we are back to Frostgrave 101. And like Brandon said, the Molotov cocktail-like throwing wizard is what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, so yeah, today is a deep dive of the Elementalist. All right, how do we start these things off? Do we do we go right into the spells? Yes, and I think uh, as a reminder, we want to give mm-hmm. a quick breakdown of how we are, how we talk and break and, and rate these spells. Mm-hmm. So, S class means these are amazing for every single wizard. A is like awesome. Use it uh, like one of the staples of that uh, school. Mm-hmm. Uh, B is usable overall if you have like a good game plan. C is still usable, but basically marginal. In general, you're just going to pick these up if you buy a grimoire because uh, they're more situational in their use. Yeah. And is it what's the last one? There's F? D that you there's is D, it D or failure. You, we could rank them. Let's, F let's for do failure. an F. Yeah, because I don't think we had any for Chronomancer. But F is unusable spell. Don't even bother. This is a dead spell on your wizard's. Uh, uh, spell book. Yeah. There's always something better to do every single time. Yep. All right. So. Okay. And so after we go said, over the spells, we might talk a bit about like what preferred soldiers and what preferred warbands. You uh, do for those. Yep. And okay. a example uh, elementalist builds basically. All right. Okay. So we're gonna go through them alphabetically and start grading them. All right. To the Elementalist. All right. The Elementalist. First one is Call Storm. So this is an area effect spell. Uh, It is a 12 casting cost. And basically, uh, for every single time you cast it, all bows and crossbows get minus one to shoot. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But... 
critically, it does not affect any elementalist or any spell casting uh, magic attacks. Yeah, very just convenient. bows and crossbows. Mm-hmm. I would give this one because you can also keep. Yeah, you said you can keep repeat casting it to increase the difficulty up to five. Yep, minus five. Yeah. So I mean, there's a build you could do with this. So I would put it solidly in the B category. Like, there's a way to build around it. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, I wouldn't. I probably wouldn't build around this, which we could get into later. But mm-hmm. I would say you could. It's a B. You could. You could take it, but you probably won't, honestly, because the elementalist like spell list is pretty stacked. We'll we'll get into that. I'm kind of yeah. giving it this grade based on like all the wizard spells out there, not just sure. elementalists. So that's my perspective. I would actually. I would say in the old game in Frostgrave one, uh, where I would also rate it a B, but in Frostgrave Second Edition, I actually rate it a C. Yeah. And it's specifically because, like, it it is useful. Like, if you have, especially if you're if you're facing a uh, uh, an enemy wizard who uses a lot of bows and crossbows. Yeah. But there's the rub, because uh, in Second Edition you can only have four specialist soldiers and bows and crossbows can only come from those numbers. So because of that, the games have been a lot less uh, bow heavy and a lot more, like a lot of the range combat is actually coming from your wizards. Mm -hmm. And so there's a lot more, you know, melee stuff happening. So I just feel like it's just not as useful as it was back then and it also like it, it'll be really good at screwing over a guy that t- took four bow guys right mm-hmm. but that there are so many viable uh non-bow heavy uh wizard lists that i don't think you're going to see that nearly as often as you used to yeah so honestly maybe it should be a c within the elementalist because i was thinking of builds for this and because mm-hmm. if you shoot the elementalist is good at shooting spells we'll get into those if you shoot someone with a spell, they may just be like close to dead, and then you're mm-hmm. going to want to finish them off, and that means you're going to want Bowman to finish them off with. So you don't want to screw over your Bowman. So yeah. in the in the context of how an elementalist might play, it could just be a C because of that anti synergy. I think it's for for any wizard. Like I I really think bows are just we're just not seeing it nearly as many bows as we used to, right? Yep. Because like you have four possible bows, but then you don't use a knight. So generally you're seeing what like two bows. Yeah, and if, and if you're only running running against two bows, but you're also dis- disabling your two bow bowmen, mm-hmm. it just doesn't seem as worth it as it used to be. Yeah, we play in some like three to four player games, so maybe it's more useful. I think there, even one on one, man. Yeah, like yeah, sure, it's a hard counter if you have a a, a squad like you're going against a all bowmen like illusionist. Mm-hmm. Like I think last time we said illusionists. Uh, bow army would be quite strong against the chronomancer right so you have four bows against a chronomancer but uh i guess an elementalist with call storm would just like destroy that army so but it's way too corner case <laughs> yeah it's exactly it's just too corner case okay all right it's way too corner case so we'll we'll see this one all right on to the next one the ah destructive sphere sounds cool. so this one is a casting cost of uh, casting a target number of 12 it's also an area of effect everyone within three inches of the spellcaster friend or foe takes a plus five elemental magic attack so now, my first I think, yeah 
Yeah, so I guess I'll go first since you went first last time sure. about rating, and then you can fill it in. Um, sure. This is our first F F uh, spell. This spell is terrible. Uh, you have to be way too close to guys to get this off, and if oh, yeah. it doesn't go off, it's only plus five. For, and it also goes off against friendlies, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah, every figure. Uh, then uh, if it doesn't kill the guys that you went off on, they're so close to being able to destroy you. Uh, so this is just so situational and it costs 12 to cast. It's terrible. Yeah, why, why would you put yourself in that situation? This is this is the most awful situation you can create ever. So, yeah. Yeah, you can't even cast it. you have anything else? I have a, I have a lot more di- different things that make this a terrible spell. Oh, there are, because it's kind of like a shooting attack, but it's trash mm-hmm. compared to every other shooting attack the Elementalist has. Yep. So, and, well, and it's not how you. Almost every other the, one. It's playing your wizard the opposite way you should play your wizard to try and like survive a campaign. Yep. So totally. I, I f this one as well. And you also can't cast this while engaged, which means you have a very small window of being able to cast this off. You also yeah. can't get within one inch of a guy because then they'll engage you. Immediately yeah, just snap into you. Yeah. So you have to be further than one inch away from all these guys. How many guys are you actually going to hit if that's the case? Who, who clusters their guys in a perfect U-shape for you to walk into? Like, like what, the only way you're able to do this? that, you sacrifice one of your own guys. <laughs> so they engage it, a guy, and then all those guys clump on, mm. and then you walk up and destroy them next to But then you could use other things that do, do it better. And it's only plus five, too. So it's just like overall terrible like it's so hard to cast so corner case and when they don't die they retaliate and kill you like it's it's off it's pretty awful okay don't even bother this is a dead spell yeah all right shall we go to the real spells now (laughs) yeah sure all right the next one is elemental ball another target number of 12 but this one is line of sight and you chuck a elemental ball i.e fireball at someone within 16 inches and them and everyone within one inch of them takes a plus five magic shooting attack. Yeah, I thought, I thought the language is longer, but yeah, this is incredibly powerful. It just, you're not that close to them, so you're not in danger. Plus five shooting is super good shooting. You hit, you can hit so many guys at once. Like the whole point of Frostgrave often in fighting in combat is to, like, gang up on guys to fight them. And so as soon as they start playing effectively with melee and ganging up on people, you're like, all right, here's the perfect target for an <laughs> elemental ball. And then you yeah. just have guys explode. It's, uh-huh. I don't take it very often. I kind of hate it because I don't... It's always used against me. But it's, <laughs> yeah, that's because it's amazing. This, yes, this it, is the... Yeah. So I have to give it S tier. Like, it's, ugh, it's so painful I, to be, have it against you. I agree. This is, I think this is our first S-tier spell that we've gone through. Yeah. Um, yeah, Elemental Ball, totally S-tier. Uh, just to add on, I think I think there is a longer text because uh, when you get hit by this, the uh, center of the, of the, the uh, well, sorry, the, the line of sight of the spell is based on the center of the, the, the target, which means you do not get terrain when you throw an Elemental Ball. You, yep. like. You don't get terrain defense, right? So you, it's just the plus five against your fight. And if you fail, of course, it's plus five uh, elemental damage. So against all those guys that are immune to magic, are, are immune to non-magic weapons as well, 
This is just like a very, very strong attack hitting a whole bunch of them. And if you hit a guy, let's say, with a big base, it becomes an even larger area that it kills. I guess technically that's metagaming, but, you know, that's what happens. Mm -hmm. So it's just just a great, uh, powerful spell. I think this is actually probably the strongest shooting spell in the game, just because it's plus five and all of those benefits that they have. Um, and it's it's also it's a magic attack. Like some shooting attacks for other mm-hmm. wizards are not magic, and so when like they're not called incorporeal, the ones that are immune to non magic, we call them mm-hmm. incorporeal because it's just a convenient name. But when they show up, you need something to kill those with, and your guys with their regular non magic weapons aren't going to do mm-hmm. the job. This plus five shooting attack, this can like kill those things that yeah. are immune to magic shooting, which you need to get rid of. And you wanna you wanna hit them uh, and kill them with as few spells as possible as well, right? So the plus five is you know really helps. Yeah, just over, let's like, say plus plus three or whatever. Yeah, just things like wraiths and vampires. Our banshees yeah. banshees are incorporeal, not incorporeal, but immune to magic as well. Yeah. yeah. So, I really think the biggest thing that hold, holds elemental ball back uh, is that it's casting a number of twelve which means generally you will see it only on elementalists or on other guys that get it at the beginning and then instead of trying to reduce their own own uh their own school, school spells yeah. they reduce elemental ball instead to make it castable uh, yeah. but when when it's like low enough like it's very very powerful and of course with the elementalist it's just just great it's just super strong because it already starts at 12 and you probably reduce it a couple just to make sure it's consistent but great spell yeah. Okay, on to its, its brother. Elemental Bolt. Uh, so this is casting cost, uh, sorry, target number of 12, line of sight. Again, only 16 inches. Uh, but this one, instead of hitting a whole bunch of people, it is one guy, but as a plus seven elemental magic shooting attack. All right. Should I give my first impression first? <clears throat> sure, go for it. All right. So in the scheme of shooting attacks in Frostgrave, this is still really good. Plus seven shooting attack. Like yeah. This is this is still one of the most powerful shooting attacks in the game. The thing it's is, it's actually the most powerful shooting. Yeah, in terms of high number, it's the mm-hmm. most powerful. In terms of the damage I can do to one target, but elemental ball exists, which could hit crap loads of guys yeah. on one target. So I I would say that it's like a step below elemental ball and slightly redundant with it because the plus five versus plus seven. They're both doing a very similar thing. They're both magic shooting. But you don't need both at once. And if Elemental Ball didn't exist, I don't know. Maybe Elemental Bolt would be an S tier. But because the other one exists, I would only give this an A. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think there's some other spells that uh, might beat out Elemental Bolt in terms of mm-hmm. uh, overall utility if Elemental Ball didn't exist. Like elemental ball beats it, right? Fireball beats beats lightning bolt, uh, but, <laughs> but I think there's some other spells that we'll we'll talk about later on that I, I think are actually better than uh, elemental bolt. Uh, yeah. But I I do agree, it's a very very solid A A tier uh, spell. Um, so it'll just end up doing two more damage to the main guy than the elemental ball, which like like I said before, right? It's important to be able to kill guys in one hit, so that is definitely useful. But you also have to remember that it does not ignore uh, cover. 
because it's just a normal attack, right? So the elemental ball specifically says it draws a line of sight from the point of the elemental ball. So the guy that's hit and all those other guys around don't get cover, basically, usually. Mm-hmm. But the elemental bolt will get cover. So although if you hit with the elemental bolt, the plus seven, it's going to do a lot more damage. Usually guys are going to have one, at least one, maybe two uh, uh, plus pluses on their defense. So uh, it's not quite as overpowering as it seems at first. Yep. And again, so it's still obviously very good. Just yeah, I feel like oddly. elemental ball's better. It is oddly is an A spell. It's the A spell you don't take in your own wizard school. If you get a grimoire of it, oh yeah, immediately learn it. But well, if you already have elemental ball, oh sure, no, okay. yeah, I guess if, you if, you're, if you're any no, other actually, wizard, it's good to have both because yeah. sometimes, especially if you're fighting a guy with with like only plus one uh, cover, like one piece of cover, might as well shoot the elemental bolt instead, right? Yep. Or if you want to kill a guy, you know, do as much damage as possible. Like sometimes you fight a hero hero guy then yeah use elemental bolt but yeah i i agree generally i'll just take elemental bolt all right so moving moving along to elemental hammer the rest which are still you know interesting so this elemental hammer is a uh target number of 10 line of sight spell uh you cast this on a friendly uh unit's weapon so a friendly like a a close combat weapon, a uh, or a, a bow or arrow, crossbow or, or, or arrow, and basically, if you are able to crack the guy's armor, uh, it does five more uh, damage. And it's all five magic. more damage. That's all magic. And there's a stipulation that uh, if normally guys would ignore the one damage, uh, ignore the damage that you would do. Uh, because they are immune to non-magic weapons and you're, you cast it on something that's non-magical, the plus five damage will still go through. Yep. So you can actually cast this on guys to, even with normal weapons, to kill wraiths or things like that, which is still useful, quite useful as well. Um, so so your did take? you rate my take? Yep. Um, I think this is a solid B. I think this is this is a really good spell. I think this really helps. Like we talked about before, um, it helps people kill guys in one hit, right? Especially if you cast this on a barbarian. Barbarian usually does three or so, right? Like even when they they barely crack, it's like three or so damage because they, they they get plus four or a templar actually is a better version, like plus four plus the extra uh, plus two damage because it's close combat weapon. And then if they, on top of that they do five damage. Uh, you have a very good chance of at least wounding, if not just killing the guy, uh, like almost everyone, right? Right when you do that. So it's a solid spell uh, when you cast it on melee units, um, but it only happens once. Yep. So unlike a lot of the other spells that like give recurring uh, abilities, like uh, plus like strength, which is plus two fight, which still adds plus two damage, also, but it also helps them win the combat. Win. Yep. Uh, but it works for every single fight that they go. This one only works for that one uh, cast, right? So that one thing. But you, it only goes off if you actually hit the guy. So it's still not like totally wasted on a melee guy. So yeah, I'd rate it B. Yeah, it's it's takeable. If you kind of want to play into a like increasing the damage output on your guys' mm-hmm. approach to play, so you can one shot guys. It's 
there's a, there's builds out there that can make nice use of this. I agree, B. Yeah, so just a useful spell. You put it in there. Um, overall, lots of different use cases for it. So, mm-hmm. um, all right, I guess that's it. I guess that's it's, it's yeah. a relatively straightforward spell, I guess. <laughs> so we've had one must take, and this is sort of the first, you know, maybe. Uh, yep. And then the next one is Elemental Shield. So this one is a target number of 10, and you can only cast it on yourself. So it gives you a 3 HP or 3 hit point buffer of damage. And then it goes away. Yeah. So what do you think? I think it's kind of... You have to think of it more as healing almost. I'm just trying to think how this is working. Pre-healing. Basically, yeah, it's pre-healing before you get into the battle. Like, once you're in the battle... Healing is like, things have to be really bad for you to stop doing utility spells. But this is just kind of like extra three point points of pre-healing. If you're going to go out and get visible, start getting shot at, mm-hmm. it gives your, gives your wizard a little extra. So this is, I would give it a solid B as well. It's a good utility spell. I agree, especially because when you're casting your fireballs or your elemental balls or your elemental bolts... Yep. Um, you know, you will take some sort of fire. Not even necessarily, like, bows and arrows, but, like, other magical spells, right? Uh, and it's nice to be able to survive those, right? You mm-hmm. don't want to, like, throw an awesome elemental ball, kill two of your enemy's guys, and then just get killed in return from from some enemy spell. So it's great to have that extra three shield uh, cast up before to help prevent it. And it stays on until, you know... Uh, until it actually absorbs damage. So you're right. It's like an extra three pre three healing, right? Mm-hmm. Or you could all. So so overall, I think it's a it's a solid spell for sure. Yeah, we'll we'll see what the most solid of these B tiers are. All right. All right. The next one uh, is Scattershot, another uh, target number of twelve area effect spell. Uh, this one. Uh, attacks every single unit, uh, enemy unit within 12 inches and line of sight mm. with a plus zero uh, magic attack. What do you think? You know how I play Frostgrave usually. I, I don't play my wizard midfield. I play my wizard back, backfield. So I I have no appreciation for this type of spell. I don't, I mean, the fact that you have to be in line of sight, too. Once mm-hmm. the guys are in line of sight of your wizard, they're definitely closing in on you, which is not, how many how many people do you want closing in on you at once to be casting mm-hmm. this, as opposed to casting something much more deadly, like your elemental ball or your ele- elemental bolt, once they're mm-hmm. inside of you. Like, this is the sort of situation you don't want to be in or put yourself in. So I'm putting it, it's better than Destructive Sphere, which is a complete fail, but this is just like, this is like C to me. All right. Well, I, I agree it is better than Destructive Sphere, so I'll give it a solid F+. Plus. Okay. So this is a garbage dead spell to me as well. So I did try to use this spell in first edition. Uh, it's, it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, needing line of sight and also only having a plus zero means you are literally like plinking people for damage. You do very little damage. You... How many times are you going to see, like, five different guys, right? 
if you generally see five different guys, they're generally in a clump because they're fighting someone in close combat. You might as well throw an elemental ball, right? Yeah. Like, it's going to, to generally do a lot more. And then the plus zero, the biggest issue is you just don't win rolls to actually do any damage. So even if you roll a 15, you know, if your opponent rolls a 16 or even a 15 on match, right, then you you still don't do that five damage that you would. So when I casted this, like... Almost I, everybody just passes versus your role. Yeah, I had, like, some great things where I was hitting, like, seven or eight guys who were playing multiplayer. And you would think that would be amazing, except I just rolled a whole bunch of time and did total five damage spread out over two guys, three guys. It was a yep. terrible. The spell is so bad. Needing line of sight it basically makes it worthless relative to Elemental Ball. Like when you when you attack your opponents and they just laugh at what you just did and ignore yeah. ignore it and don't even try yeah. to retaliate, you know that's not a good spell. Yeah, and its target is twelve too. Yeah. This is the spell you're casting by. This takes up a spell slot when you cast it. It's one thing if it's a plus zero shoot from like a grunt. Mm-hmm. It's another thing like that that can't do anything else, right? Because they can't close in. You're a spellcaster. There's every other spell is more useful than this spell to cast. Except, so except, except destructive sphere. <laughs> Except for Destructive Sphere, because at least this one you get a roll, and you might do one damage to the guy. As opposed to Destructive Sphere, you won't even be able to cast it. Yeah. So, yeah, F+, plus, which is just F. Another dead spell. Maybe, like, a whole bunch of monsters run at you in some scenario. I don't know. That's, I'll give it a yeah, C. Yeah, you're not going to damage case, them. In case I'm, yeah, they'll all survive. Even the rats will just, like... <laughs> okay, maybe you can kill some rats with this, because you only need to do one damage to them to kill them. So, mm-hmm. okay, there you go. Scattershot, if you're playing some special mission where it's just swarms of rats, then that will be the time of uh, Scattershot to shine. Yeah. But Fireball would probably still be better. Probably. Burn those, burn, burn those stinking <laughs> rats. Okay. We, I don't All right. Know, we, these have been pretty hit or miss spells here. Yep. Let's see. Let's see this the last, last one. last one is Wall. I think we, are, we already mentioned this before uh on, on the previous podcast and we talk about it a lot this is a target number of 10 uh requiring a uh, line of sight and you get to cast a six inch long three inch high wall uh that has to be within have 10? some part within 10 inches of mm-hmm. uh the spell caster uh and the wall basically it's a wall you can't you know all you can't see through it. People have to walk over it to uh, get through it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, on the turn, at the end of the turn, uh, after it's been cast, so not the turn that it's been cast, but for every subsequent one, you roll a one to a four, and then the wall vanishes. So it's it even stays there for sure for two rounds. Yep. So what do you think about the spell? Oh, it's it's one of my crutches. I go to this like so often. It's All right. partly because we often play a lot of like multi-way games with three to four players. Mm-hmm. So that means that you're not just worried about someone being across from you. You're worried about people being on your flanks because that's just where they start when you play three to four players. So I find mm-hmm. that I mean that's I find that's the most fun way to play. But because there's people just flanking you. Being able to put up a wall beside you to kind of like make sure you aren't taking incoming fire on your wizards mm-hmm. from the side, extremely important in those sort of games. Also, when like you run up, you grab the treasure, and that guy's about to just be ambushed. 
They're like, hee hee, there's a wall on the other side. Now you don't have quite enough movement to get to my guy, and he's just going to shuffle away. It's yep. So many good reads. Three tall is crazy, too. Yeah. That means you need it's three up and three down, right? To go over the wall? Yeah, if you climb up, then you climb all the way back down. That's 12 inches of movement. Yeah. Ridiculous. Yeah. And usually on Frostgrave, you're supposed to play with a lot of terrain. So yeah. ideally, you just sandwich it between two other pieces of terrain, and there there's a very long way to get around normally. Yeah. So that's why Crumble just destroys the wall <laughs> we had yeah. in the previous one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so what did you rate this wall, wall as a spell? A. Absolutely A. Really? I'm not quite... I get very uh, this is S tier, man. This I, is S tier. I'm willing to award four this? spells in the whole game S. That I feel like yeah, sure. Four wall should, be S. should be one of them. I Ooh, think wall I got, is I think better than elemental ball. I gotta think about like all the other spells. You know what? It might be top four. All right. I think it's better than elemental ball. I think you don't necessarily like. There's some yep. probably. Well, you could even take elemental bolt instead of elemental ball. But, but even you can play a, a wizard just with like uh, other spells. And with Wall, Wall is so strong. Uh, and for some reason, it's one of the only barrier spells that lasts two rounds without having to test immediately. It makes no sense. I'm pretty sure it was just a typo, where because he changed all the other ones to, to possibly go away after one round, and this one, for some reason, still stays two rounds. I'm pretty sure it's a typo, because it makes no sense that this this thing is so powerful. Yeah, well, maybe it's built pretty solidly. All right, I said a crutch on it every time. Mm-hmm. I'll say it's potentially in the top four spells of the whole game to give it S tier, and we can come, we can be more generous with the S tier and maybe come back the sure. very end and give and cut some. So sure, sure. It, can, it can be S tier. I, I take it almost every time. It's it's weird that you'd be like, well, and you're not always playing a elementalist. You're no. As casting a level of ten, you yep. you can you could be anyone. Take it take it out of fourteen if you have to. Like yep. sometimes you need that blockade there, and you're just like, no, I'll cast for, sure. for fourteen. And I'll cut for six. Whatever. Yep, I agree. It is possibly their best spell. So wall S tier. Uh, I will say for us, the spell was so powerful we did nerf it. We did make it. We did. We removed the thing that we talked. I just mentioned, like mm. you have to start testing immediately, yeah. so it doesn't necessarily stay two rounds. So on a mm-hmm. one to four, at the end of the turn you cast it, it could disappear. Yep. It's a small nerf, but it also makes it more consistent with the other things. And like the fact that this is one of the most powerful spells, I think it's. I don't think anyone, no one really complained. No, maybe you get less it for... complained, but. <laughs> yeah. Anyhow. All right. So. All right, so that is all of the Elementalist spells, but that's not all the spells that Elementalist can take. Every uh, wizard also takes one of each of their aligned spells. So uh, the aligned uh, spellcasters for the Elementalist, or sorry, the wizard schools are Chronomancer, Enchanter, and Summoner. Yeah, all good schools too. All good schools. So did you want to go through and talk about which ones you thought were good spells first? Yeah, sure. How about we start with the... I, I've kind of tried to break it down by like, okay, you've got your Enchanter spells. What are like your mm-hmm. top? What are my top picks out of those? Because you've got to pick mm-hmm. one of them. So my top picks out of 
the Enchanter, I would go Strength because it's plus fight. You make a crappy yep. guy amazing, and it's not too hard yep. to cast. It's got a cast of 10. It's mm-hmm. up to 12. It's easy to cast. It's not risky. It's one of your like early game things before you start mixing it up. Like my For last sure. wizard, I took a witch. It's not one of their spells, but I was casting like I was trying to cast it four times a game to try and buff my guys up and just slowly walk in the middle and just smash people. Yeah. And it's, the great thing with the elementalist is it's a great thing to have because you know you have amazing you know fireball basically, mm-hmm. but you you have to be worried about when they close. But if your close combat guys have plus two fight suddenly you know you you can really hold the line there so that you can continue to throw fireballs yeah and also the plus two fight if you if you hit that guy and everyone around it also allows them to be more likely to uh dodge your own shooting yeah (laughs) yeah help your help your friends and if you take the elemental hammer we said was sort of one of their b tiers you've got your plus five damage on top of your plus two damage this one dude who's just like oh i just got a little 50 point infantry man you walk up and you just whack their wizard and they're basically dead. If you roll high, it's like, holy crap. Or you just roll okay and you just crush someone in one okay hit. It's mm-hmm. That combo could be really powerful. The other one down that same line of thinking from the enchanter is enchanting the weapon. Because, mm-hmm. hey, maybe you want to have some magic weapons rolling around somewhere if some stupid banshees show up. So mm-hmm. just having that utility there from an enchanter... But you, you could, you don't have to take this one because you could possibly have a mental ball it. But if your guys are way off in the middle of nowhere, maybe they need to go fight like certain also missions. Also, lower uh, target number, so it's only it'll only be, need a 10 to cast, which makes it a lot easier. Yeah, that's also need to cast one. The enchanter is still really good. Telekinesis. Yep. Like, you want to make your life easier with moving treasure? Move some treasure. Yeah, pull the treasure closer to you so that they come closer so you have more chances to fireball them before they escape. Yeah, they got to walk further into your fireball alley, yes. Or TK the treasure and put a wall behind, oh, in yeah. front of it so you yeah. cut it off. Yeah, these are all hard choices to choose from. I don't know, we'll, we'll see what our topic is later. Do you have any more enchanter ones you would nope, the, put up there? the two that I mentioned, I like TK the most. I think it's great with wall. I guess that makes sense the way that I kind of like to play. Yeah. Uh, and then strength is the second one specifically for what we mentioned. Yeah. All right. Do you want to go over some summoner ones you like? Sure. Uh, I had two on this one. So do I. Uh, leap, because leap is just amazing. Uh, it, it's easy to cast, and it's great for movement. Uh, it's just overall great utility uh, spell to use. You can um, leap yourself. Like, this. This it's just... Great overall. Great spell. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially since you can back it up with a whole bunch of damage, being mm-hmm. able to throw the leap is... Uh, being able to use the leap to get actually treasure, because remember, that's the actual thing, uh, a point. Uh, it helps a lot. Also, if you do a wall and you need to some, have some one of your guys get over the wall, mm-hmm. you can also leap them. And it's only 8 to begin with, so yeah. it's only 10 for you as an enchant, as an elementalist, so easy, easy to not use... easy to use without having to improve its casting the other one is imp uh i probably like imp even more uh because of the combo with fireball so imp actually summons an imp within three inches uh well outside of three inches of anyone uh but you put it in front of the opponent and if the opponent tries to engage that imp 
Mm-hmm. He's a target for fireball because yeah. Nim is an enemy. So you can just fireball them all. Uh, so I love that combo. Uh, it's a great one. Yeah, Nim's pretty easy to cast too. Those those are my two favorite picks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Same kind of thinking? Yeah. All right. Now, Chronomancer. So this is the first uh, wizard uh, we did, a wizard school we did. And you can go and check back at our previous podcast if you want to have a deep dive there. But uh, I guess this is the inverse where we talk about what, if you're an elementalist, what kind of Chronomancer spells would you take? So what would I take? Well, a lot of Chronomancer spells have a bit higher casting cost. So my first inclination is go go low casting and utility and that's fleet feet like fleet yeah. feet seems pretty easy to cast on a 10 becomes a 12 you it's also like utility you're not going to rely on it you do it like mm-hmm. pre early turn stuff before you start mixing it up it's mm-hmm. i don't know if that's my favorite pick and it's a good alternative uh if you do fleet feet and strength because you have a really fast moving powerful guy so yeah. that can be an alternative combo just to throwing fireballs you can even just buff guys up and then uh, once everyone is buffed that you want, then you just start throwing fireballs afterwards. Yeah, if they they, they wussy out and won't walk into your fireballs, you're like, <laughs> okay, sure, my guys are all buffed now. I don't yeah. things are only getting better for for me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, that was the quick. Uh, and then the other one is the inverse of the Chronomancer. Uh, is you take Time Walk or Time Store, and this is if you want to. Do the same thing that we talked about with the Chronomancer. So you take your elemental ball, and then you take Time Walk or Time Store, which allows you to cast uh, multiple spells in one turn. Uh, So Time Store allows you to move once and then immediately cast two fireballs, which is great. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Time Walk, uh, you you get to cast two spells in a turn, which just allows you to cast more spells, Uh, but but not right away. But the casting is pretty high. So you're 16. likely going to have to start improving this and then incorporate yes. it into your game. But Exactly, which means that uh, this is if you want to play a long campaign, mm-hmm. right? Like, like we talked about with the Chronomancer, right? Yeah. This, uh, you're you're going to, to make it useful, you're, you're going to probably, it, it's probably going to be halfway through your campaign. You probably need six levels for this to be useful. So like, yeah. You know, four on the time walk, time store, and maybe like a couple on your elemental ball. Yep. So that's like six level, uh, six games actually, because mm-hmm. you can only level spells one time. Mm-hmm. So again, this is a long term thing. This is why Chronomancer wasn't as good when we talked about it before. Yeah. Uh, but it is fun to do if you get there. It's fun if you want to do that. I mean, there's lots of other better things you could probably do with improving there's your spells. There's nothing better than casting two fireballs, right, one right after the other, and killing everything. But yeah, yeah, it's really amusing. I mean, if you're willing to <laughs> hold out to get this going, yeah, sure. suck for the first half of a campaign. So the second half of the campaign, you're just a fireball machine. Mm-hmm. I'm not against it. It's it's yeah. it's snowflaking, but it's snowflaking in a way I could get behind. All right, on to, on to the less friendly but still neutral schools for some yep. picks, for the last three picks of the spells. Yep, I had uh, four. A short list that I'd mention. Shorter, but, okay, go for it. All right, cool. so my first one is Ray Zombie from Necromancer. Agreed. Uh, 
it's just a useful thing to be able to cast it out of the game and just have an extra guy again just to hold the line so you can have more guys to throw fireballs you don't care if you if you kill the zombie so if they engage the zombie throw chuck a fireball at it kill the zombie whatever yeah, it's, um, it's out of game, so you're like, well, I have so many good spells to cast. Yeah. You know what I want? I want out of game stuff because I know what I'm doing in the game. Yeah, and so even though it's harder, to, it's hard to cast. Again, it's kind of a free free chance to get that extra guy. Yeah, free, uh, like the free spell possibly, basically. Yeah. Yep. The other one that's like that is Animal Companion from The Witch because having a bear is just awesome. So. <laughs> uh, this one is also very hard to cast. Well, it's, it's it'll be a 14 to cast, but again, you get a bear instead of a thug. It's, it's golden for exactly what we we're talking about before. This guy's super tough. If you cast strength on a bear, like you can't cast enchant weapon on a bear, but you mm-hmm. can cast strength on a bear. So you have a very strong, solid line that you can throw elemental balls over. Yeah, I just felt, uh, and, felt like some other wizard should be doing this, so I didn't put that one. But yeah, yeah there's some issues because uh, with the other stuff they have, if they take your bear with some of the many spells, you're kind of in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's a that's a possible issue with that. Yeah. Uh, whereas if they take over your zombie, you're like whatever, you just throw mm-hmm. a fireball at it. Uh, and then the other two is the witch fog. So this is Ooh. if you decide not to take a wall, right? An alternative to the wall. Mm-hmm is you cast fog because it allows you to move like cast the fog and then move out of the fog throw your fireballs or and then move back into the fog right or, so that is yep or just take care of flanking attacks like you sometimes yep. may need shooting, to do <laughs> yeah cut off shooting cut of line of sight so that enemies can't cast uh, spells it's just another great overall utility spell and the last one is uh, I chose was Wizard Eye. Oh, yeah. Because Wizard Eye allows you to uh, cast something on a wall, and then you can draw a line of sight from that point, which allows you to have crazy angles when you try to when people try to hide from your fireball and also allows you to hide from retaliation when you're casting your fireballs. Yeah, I think this one's almost an auto-take if you're going to be a fire... <laughs> you are going to be a fireball fiend. Let's put it yeah, this way. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Exactly. So... Those are all of mine. Do you have any others that you want to add on? Yeah, so I want I would definitely go with the Ray Zombie and the Wizard Eye. Those seem mm-hmm. just like seem pretty solid picks. My other thought was go further with a nice low cost Thaumaturge spell of heal. Cause you know That's true. Maybe maybe things are getting ugly and you're just fireballing back and forth elementalist on elementalist, and you're like, okay, maybe I want to take a break and heal and then we'll come back. That's so, true. Or if, you, decent too. or if you've like buffed up some of your guys and they're in the fight and you don't want to fireball your own guys in this giant cluster, you're like, oh, maybe I'll just give them a nice heal there. So it's just sort of an extra utility thing that could could help them out. For sure. All right. All right. So before we go to, I guess, possible guys that you want to take with them, warband members. Yep. Uh, do you want to run down a, a decent spell list that you would use? Ooh, okay. I didn't I didn't write this out, but I think it's obvious enough because we talked about how some things are just like F tier and some things are S tier. Uh-huh. So the obvious obvious first spell is the fireball. It's elemental ball. You take that. For sure. Then the next one we talked about being amazingly powerful, wall. Wall's amazingly powerful. Yep. You take that one. 
now we're just in race for third, and I think the elemental, I think elemental shield, I would enjoy. You're taking the wizard eyes. So you honestly might not need that because you may just be hiding. Mm-hmm. But I, I like elemental hammer better. It's probably mm-hmm. not the right choice, but I enjoy dealing massive amounts of damage in one hit. And as we talked about, you're probably gonna have the wizard eye, so you're gonna kind mm-hmm. of you're gonna you can stay out of harm's way with your wizard. So hopefully you're not taking mm-hmm. too much damage. So I enjoy Elemental Hammer as my third. Do you want to go for your three? In? Yeah, same thing. Same thing? Elemental okay. Ball, Wall, Elemental Hammer. Yeah. Okay, so we've easily agreed on those ones. After that... Oh, man. I really like Strength from the Enchanter. I just I can't give it up. <laughs> for sure. So I would go Strength after that, and from the Enchanter... From the summoner, I would. This is so hard. Between leap and fleet feet, I feel like I just want leap. I I don't want to have to because fleet feet, you're putting all your eggs in one basket early. Fleet feet is chronomancer though, and leap is summoner. Oh, I've read too far down. And I just want I just want leap. <laughs> I only Fair picked enough. two from summoner. I thought I would do more. Actually, hmm, no, no, I enjoy it more. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I just enjoy imp. It's basically it's, the it's same so, thing as mine. And then Fleet Feet, right? Yeah, and then Because it's for Carter Rancer. Yeah. Not, not just because what we talked about, putting the imp there, then they run to the imp, and then they get exploded. It's just because it's so amusing to harass people by just being like, oh, you were trying to run over there? Enjoy running through this imp. And for sure. So, yeah, those... So we agree on, like, almost the entire build here. So I think yeah. we did differ, though, on our neutral ones, but the neutral ones... I would go Wizard Eye, Ray Zombie, and then Heal as the last one. You only have two. You can only choose two. Well, that makes just tossing Heal out really easy. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'm hoping you do something that, this The point. Wizard Eye and Ray Zombie was my choices, but uh, I like the idea of Heal, actually, so I might throw out the Zombie. Yep. And use heal instead. Zombies, out, zombies out of game though. It's just like free. You're giving up free. No, but you're also casting imp, and then and the idea of buffing up a guy with mm-hmm. fleet feet strength and then healing them. Yep. Is great. So either of them are fine, but but for us, I guess uh, the general elementalist is much more straightforward. I think before we had a lot of different times, but this one are, was almost exactly the same. The only other thing is that if I ended up taking Time Walk, then I would do... So I'd just be a Fireball Master, right? Uh, so you, so for the first half of the game, you suck. <laughs> then uh, I would have TK and Leap, probably. Or maybe Strength and Leap as the other two. Yeah, if you had a bunch of new players in the campaign, you're like, oh, okay, I'll hold back. And you'll see my final form in the end. <laughs> but with yes. other experienced players, you don't want to get... You don't want to lose... A few games you want to yeah you will be kind of behind on on treasure and, and experience because you're not buffing things that you're using until halfway so yeah all well, right okay. so we Last... didn't have to talk about our differing play styles as much here we're just like no there's there's a really no strong we have the same build. play style there's a strong build for this thing <laughs> fireball fireball <laughs> uh yeah uh all right and the last thing is uh, the Warband members. All right, you want to start off with that one? I'm hoping we differ a bit here. 
Is yours a ranger, an archer, and a treasure hunter? No, but I can explain <laughs> why it becomes that later. <laughs> okay. Not to begin with, it's uh, just that later. Tre- sure, treasure hunter is fast. Yep. You do have 300 gold, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so this, yeah that's right. So yeah. ranger, archer, treasure hunter. Uh, treasure hunter because it's fast, so when you cast fleet feet and strength, those are just like, I love fleet feet strength treasure hunters they're awesome they move mm-hmm. nine so and then they can attack with plus five uh and then the archer and ranger just to to uh finish off guys that you fireballed that's basically yeah. it how about you uh i was gonna be crueler and go archer ranger archer oh <laughs> and then then purchase my other better fighter later because honestly you may just run like a thief up to the front and be like Come swarm, poor little me. I'm just a thief. Yeah. And then they swarm him, and then you blow them up, and you're like, the thief is free to replace. And then later on, you get I a better guess, fighter to yeah. use as your fighter and buff them up with strength and stuff like that. And and when you hurt them a lot with your elemental ball, mm-hmm. you're just like, oh yeah, after that, I group activate all these other archers and just pepper this guy until he's dead. I think that makes a lot of sense, especially why you would generally use zombie and imp so you have more guys because you you don't have guys who hold the line but the mm-hmm. idea is that you're mowing them down before you can make it and you're slowing them down with imps and uh and, the and uh, zombies and stuff yeah yep, makes sense i don't feel good about playing this way let's put it this way but <laughs> the list built itself i'm saying yes yeah, so this is so you're you're saying you you play it just all in on ranged right fireballs and uh, archers and rangers and stuff. I think Makes that's a lot just, of sense. I think that's what it points you towards. I no, don't intend sure. to play one of these soon. I, f- I want to be more of a special snowflake when I build things, so I'm like, this just built itself. I don't need to do this. Yeah, but no, it's overall, it's uh, our, our things are not that different. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about, you just need some rangers to finish off guys, uh, and I think you need some a couple of fast guys. So I, I'd probably just end up doing just an overall like two two range two treasure hunters and then your your fireballs are coming from your uh wizard and your apprentice mm-hmm. but that's just me uh all right so i guess that's overall we've gone through what you want to take generally for your elementalist we've rated all the spells and talked about the different things i guess now is just the overall rating of an elementalist so, so we're also okay. using the same letter rating yep. for this? Yeah, uh, I think they have the Elementalist, although they have a lot of dead spells, like two out of the six spells are dead. Yeah. And then one of the spells is just an alternative to one of the other ones. Mm-hmm. So really, you and, and, and one of those, Elemental Ball is just overall better than Elemental Bolt. So really, I feel like you're choosing between five spells instead of eight. But those are really good spells. Like, arguably, Elementalist has two S-tier spells, right? Yep. Wall and Elemental Ball. And I think Enchanter and Summoner have really good utility spells. Chronomancer is a little bit... It has good spells, but not quite as good as the support. But Enchanter and Summoner are definitely really good uh, support uh uh, schools. So overall, what would you rate an elementalist? Ugh. I don't want to put any S tiers here because there's just not there's only so many schools. There's tons of spells. There's really? like 
got an, like 80 spells or something. I'm going to put an S tier at the end. Yeah, okay. It built itself. It's not, you didn't have to think about it. Everything was just good. That you so told you. Is it the most rated. powerful? Because I feel like only one or two can be labeled as S tier. I feel like, yeah, this is the S tier. It built itself. Like Really? I, I think this is actually only There eight. might be one other S tier. I think there are stronger spells, schools. Oh, yeah, I think there might be, but... I don't want to say it now. I don't yeah, want to say I, say the which ones I think I, are stronger I which, now. I know which one's stronger. I'll, actually, if I only want to rate one, I, I only want to rate one as S actually. So I'm going to make this A because the other one I'm thinking of is the S. I just want to label one the S. I, I think there can be a couple of S's. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there are a couple other ones. We'll, when we get to, to there, we'll say it. But I think this is a solid A, and I think this is a high A. It's off the back of Elemental Ball and Wall. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just two very very strong spells, easy to cast, and then you also have Enchanter and Summoner, so like just great yeah. overall selections. And the spells are the from only them issue are easy is, to cast. Yeah, yeah. The only issues that you have with the Elementalist that I think are are is that um it's it's kind of linear, so a lot of ele- Elementalists, unless you go a little bit wacko and go heavy into Elemental Shield and Elemental uh, uh ha- I guess Elemental Hammer, mm-hmm. uh they're they're mostly going to be the same, right? Throwing up walls and chucking those fireballs. Yeah, you're not going to pull tricks that win you a game. Your opponent's going to know what you're doing, well, you, but it's going to be super strong. Yeah, they're not tricks. They're not tricks. They're just... They're well, a wall abilities. can be tricky, I guess. Yeah. Right? But, and imp is, 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 can be tricky, right? So they're, they're generally from these kind of support spells. But uh, I agree. You're, you're just walking up throwing those fireballs you can do if you want to do the late game fireball thrower with taking time walk or time store so you can have the ultimate fireball thing just like the chronomancer can do technically right mm-hmm. uh just overall elementalist very very straightforward very strong but not not very varied in terms of the way you play them uh, that said, luckily, throwing fireballs and putting up walls is just fun. It's the fun mechanic in and of itself, right? You block people up, and then you chop giant fireballs and kill everyone, right? It's just a great fun mechanic. So um, I think it's still it's still very solid, very great, and 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 a ton of fun to play as well. Yep. All right. I guess that's it. I bullied you out of calling it the Elementalist S tier. I like that. <laughs> you can still choose it to be S tier if you want, but, but I think honestly, there's other Frost Grave's not about killing each other. It's about getting the treasure, mm-hmm. and it's not murdering your most of your opponent's yes. team won't necessarily get you the win. I think I think that's one of the things is that, uh, yeah, exactly that. And there's a lot of other spells that can change things about where they don't have to fight you directly yep. so even though you you know you 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 murder down a couple of two or three guys if they can make it so that you know their best guys still make it through or their guys that are next to the treasure still make it through mm-hmm. it doesn't matter that you killed for sure two or three guys during the game right if they make it off with the treasure so. yep. all right that is the Elementalist, and that concludes this lesson of Frostgrave 101. 
if you disagree with us, you think the Elementalist is the strongest school, is way too OP, you think Wall is not strong enough or something for some reason, uh, why don't you email us? Uh, you can contact us at contact at diceovereverything.com. Yep. Or on Facebook, we're Dice Over Everything. This has been Alan. It's been Brandon. Bye.